That boy good. That boy good. Two, three. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do a, this is terrible. Alright, ready? Best, this, no, this is the best thing ever. This is awesome. <laughs> You're gonna fucking record Two this. on one. A fantasy football podcast. With your host, Steven Bautista. Bad boy good. Boy good. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the two-on-one, the fantasy football podcast. I'm your commish, Tommy Mo, flying solo tonight as the two-on-one crew has been on a holiday break. We got a quick episode for you today to close out the 2018 fantasy football season and announce the winner of the Super Friends League and give you an update on plans for the two-on-one podcast in 2019. Speaking of 2019, the two-on-one crew has teamed up with Anchor.fm to make this podcast available on all major podcast outlets. So no matter where you listen to your podcast, you'll be able to download the two-on-one, a fantasy football podcast, starting with this episode and carrying on to next season. So thanks to Anchor for being our first sponsor of the two-on-one and also bringing us our second sponsor, Spreadshop. And now, how about we get started with some NFL quick hits? NFL quick hits. What a crazy 2018 season, and the last two weeks were huge. Uh, as far as getting teams that needed to win to get to the playoffs. And so now, you know, we're in the first week of the playoffs and arguably have the 12 best teams in the league making the playoffs with some notable teams missing the playoffs, such as the Steelers, the Vikings, the Falcons, you know, all playoff caliber teams, the Packers, another one, all playoff caliber teams that have done it in the past and, and just couldn't get it done this year. Uh, for for multiple reasons, you know, obviously with Packers, they had their struggles all year, you know, letting go of Mike McCarthy. Falcons just they were good, but just not good enough. And I think the biggest shocker of them all is the Steelers. I mean, especially with that prolific offense and their defense still being as good as they've always been, it was surprising that that they missed the playoffs. And and we all know what went on with with AB and you know, the last couple of games, and and you know, just losing out on James Conner. That whole organization, that whole team just kind of fell short of, of expectations this year, you know, especially with Le'Veon Bell, you know, and it's something that we've talked about many, many times on this podcast. You have to look out for yourself. You have to do what's best for yourself. But at the same time, it's a team sport and you only go as far as, you know, you're, you're only as strong as your weakest link and you need everyone to, to come together to, uh, to, you know, to play on the same page in order to win. And I think clearly there's some issues going on with the Steelers organization that we're continuing to see even into this first week of the playoffs. You know, the drama that's going on in, in Pittsburgh is, is a little bit ridiculous right now. But, you know, those guys didn't win uh, enough to, to get into the uh, to playoffs. So let's stop talking about them and <laughs> get into the, you know, and talk about the, the teams playing a wild card weekend this week. So we got the Colts versus the Texans, the Seahawks versus the Cowboys. And then on Sunday, Chargers versus the Ravens and then Eagles versus the Bears. All really good games, really tough games to pick. Uh, I believe the line on all these games is at, you know, two, two and a half points, except for the Eagles and Bears. I believe it's minus six to the Bears. All teams with great defenses, especially in the case with the Colts. I mean, their defense carried them until Andrew Luck really started coming back and showing, 
and getting his mojo back and, and doing what he's been doing. So it's going to be real interesting to see who wins. I, I've already made my picks for this week, made a few bets on Bovada. Uh, I, I got the Colts winning, the Seahawks being the Cowboys, because I just don't think the Cowboys can make it past this round. Going with the Ravens over the Chargers, mostly because of the defense. And Lamar Jackson is a wild card. I think he has a lot of talent, a lot of skill to carry them at least past this round. And as much as I, I respect the Chargers and the talent on that team, I just don't think Phillip Rivers has what it takes to make a deep run into the playoffs. I don't know what it is. It's not anything against his character or his leadership or his skill. It's just one of those guys like Dan Marino that are just maybe never going to win a Super Bowl. You know, really good players, really great guys in the league. And it's just, I just don't think it's going to happen for them. And the Ravens are a very tough defense, so let's not forget that. And then last, uh, I, I had to go Bears. I had to go Bears over Eagles. I know the Eagles are trying to, they're hoping that they're they're making their, their another miracle playoff run again to get to the Super Bowl like they did last year with Nick Foles. But the way the Bears have been playing all year, I, I think uh, it's going to take a lot to beat them. I think you, you need a really prolific offense and then a great defense that's not just going to slow down the Bears, and the Bears don't have an amazing offense, but they need to get takeaways, and they need to score off of those takeaways. And I don't know if the Eagles are good enough to do that, whereas the Bears are insane on defense, and Matt Nagy's offense has turned this offense completely around, made Mitch Trubisky into a pretty damn good quarterback. And so, yeah, so I'm, I'm picking the Bears on that one, too, so... Definitely, uh, I've seen already on Twitter uh, a few different opinions on on who's going to win. Uh, that's just kind of my gut feeling on, on who's going to win. So hopefully they uh, they cover the spread and uh, and I get my win and uh, <laughs> this weekend on my bets. And then speaking of bets, uh, shout out to uh, our two other co-hosts, Steve and Dominic, out there uh, in Vegas for a wild card weekend this weekend. Good luck, guys. I hope all your bets come through and and you win some money and and have a good time out there. I'm not going to who I'm going to think is going to win the next few rounds, but if I had my pick for ideal Super Bowl, I think I'd go Chiefs versus Saints. I think it'd be a real interesting storyline to see kind of old school versus new school. You know, Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes are, are, are two best bets for MVP right now, I think, of the league. A lot of people are going Drew Brees, but I think you can't deny what Patrick Mahomes has done this season. It's in, it's unreal. And it'd be really cool to see two offenses who have a ton of talent to watch them go at each other, especially Andy Reid versus Sean Payton. I think that'd be some great play calling the scheme. Uh, the game plan for the, the for that game is going to be huge. But I think, like I said, I think the Saints pull it off, but a lot of firepower, a lot of big points, a lot of big plays. So yeah, so with that, let's, uh, let's get into some fantasy football talk. Who's actually going to be the MVP of this year? You know, who who's the fantasy MVP? We we had a mid-season awards show and at the time it was Todd Gurley easily. You know, Todd Todd was Todd was amazing the first half, first three quarters of the season and and he definitely got a lot of people to the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs. But at the same time, how he finished definitely killed some fantasy teams when they need him the most. So, so with that, I have to give it to Patrick Mahomes. You know, he consistently put up big numbers 
leading many teams to the championship on his way to throwing for 50 touchdown passes. Insane numbers from a first-year full-time starter and easily the first quarterback drafted next season, in my opinion. You know, and especially when you look at the stats, uh, these are from uh, profootballreference.com. He completed 66% of his passes. Two-thirds of the passes he threw were caught for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns with 12 interceptions. For a guy that's slinging it that much, that's insane. Those are insane numbers. Some people can look at the 12 interceptions and, and have a problem with that. But this offense lived and died by Patrick Mahomes. And if they didn't have Patrick Mahomes, there's no way they would have been as good as they were this year. So 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards passing, absolutely unreal numbers from Patrick. So for me, at this point in the season, after looking at the entire season, after looking at how consistent he was the entire season, I have to give it to Patrick Mahomes. I mean, anyone that drafted this guy or picked him up off the waiver wire because he wasn't a high draft pick, congratulations to you. Most likely you won your league as what has happened in the Super Friends League with my bro- with my brother Vince. He had the Mahomes and Hill stack all year. And even though Tyreek Hill was up and down and boom or bust, even though his booms were insane booms, he definitely won because of Patrick Mahomes. So my fantasy MVP for this year, Patrick Mahomes, hands down. So besides Patrick Mahomes, other players that helped you actually win your league, and we had uh, Sam Lane from Twitter, FF Stompy, uh, on the show uh, a few weeks ago to talk about league winners. And again, it got me thinking, at the time, those were all players that you were hoping were going to be league winners, right? So who was the actual league winners? Who actually helped players win? Guys that were off the waiver wire. Players that got hot in December. You know, I saw a tweet from J.D. Lape talking about Robbie Anderson as a fantasy playoff darling going off in the month of December for the past two seasons. And it got me thinking about the players that are league winners that you can pick up going into playoffs and and guys that that's their role, right? They may not do anything all season long, but keep an eye on them and there's a good chance they're going to go off in the month of December. So three players came to mind when I started thinking about this. And definitely some uh, guys I'm going to keep on my list for next year, not necessarily to draft, but to have as that late season stash, you know, that they're still there, that, that these are the guys I'm going to have my eye on because they've done this the last two seasons and it's been insane. So, you know, I already t- mentioned Robbie Anderson, uh, but then we got Zay Jones for the Buffalo Bills and then Derrick Henry for the Tennessee Titans. And I think we all know what Derrick Henry was doing uh, in the last to the last third of the season, but definitely in the month of December, absolutely went off, especially with that four-touchdown game against the Jaguars, following up the next week with two more touchdowns against the Giants, and then another touchdown against the Redskins. Um, you know, and, and even though he didn't score in his last game against the Colts, he almost had 100 yards rushing. So it's just, this guy's ridiculous. Did nothing all season long. Uh, and then, you know, just started to get a little bit more momentum like towards like the latter half of the season and then just blew up in December, you know, and, and same thing with Rob again, uh, didn't do much all season long, had a great end of 2017 season, um, propelling himself up, himself up a little bit in, uh, in ADP, 
definitely uh, someone I drafted and, and wanted to stash and then just didn't really do much. So it was hard to keep a guy like that on your roster. But then here we go in the month of December. And he has three straight weeks of touchdowns uh, with one of those against the Packers going over 100 yards with you know 140 yards. So in those games that he scored those touchdowns, the Bills, the Texans, and Packers, he was averaging uh, 15 yards per catch. You know, and and so I don't know what it was with uh, with him just coming on late, but but he's done it for the second year in a row. And I know there's probably someone that's going to draft him early next year or, you know, in the mid, mid, uh, middle of the draft. But, you know, I would, I would keep him as a stash for later if you're going to draft him, but, but maybe just hang out and just wait, you know, because he's going to come on hot when you absolutely need him. You know, and the last guy is Zay Jones. Again, just like Robbie Anderson finished 2017 strong and was definitely a guy that was going to, you know, sh- was put on people's radars because of that. But had a disappointing season, you know, looking at the entire season as a whole. But again, once we hit the month of December, numbers just shot up. You know, he so he had like five touchdowns in the last five games. Uh, a couple of those games getting two touchdowns apiece. But this probably corresponded to Josh Allen getting real hot at the end of the season as well. But at the same time, all his production, most of his production, the, the only time he was fantasy relevant in the past two seasons is in the month of December. So something to look uh, look out for next year and keep them on your radar because uh, you never know, you know. And and you can have a guy like Todd Gurley who's gonna you can ride all year long, but he didn't do anything in December. And and maybe you want to substitute one of these guys in, which is crazy to say. But at the end of the day, you need the production every single week. And like we've talked about on the pod before, fantasy football is a weekly game. And yeah, you look at your whole season and yeah, you plan for your whole season and you want those guys that are consistently going to put up numbers every single week. But at the same time, you got to roster the guys that are going to score that week, you know, and start those right guys. Even if they're just riding your bench, they're going to have a hot week. That's the week to put them in. And so like fancy owners saw with Derrick Henry, especially because week 17 doesn't matter for most fantasy leagues. He was better than everyone. Um, so. Again, my brother who won the Super Friends League with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill also picked up Derrick Henry and rode him to the championship. So that's one one uh, pickup I'm kicking myself on, and then I know other people are too in our fantasy league because he was there just sitting there waiting for anyone to pick him up. Uh, this is the first year I'm definitely going to start a list of players to keep on, keep on the radar for late and uh, try to use that strategy next year and hope it, hopefully it works. So another fantasy award I want to talk about is who was the biggest sleeper of the year. My pick for this award is a little bit different than I think you might be thinking about. We talked halfway through the season about how underrated Christian McCaffrey was coming into 2018. And yeah, he wasn't a deep sleeper. Everyone knew about Christian. Everyone knew that he was going to be the starter in Carolina. We knew he had the talent, but I don't think anyone expected him to be the true number one every down running back that he showed us this year. He had no problem running between the tackles and finishing the season with 107 catches, which is insane for a running back. And then amassing a total of 1,965 all-purpose yards. So I know he wasn't a first-year, I know he's not a rookie, you know, like Saquon Barkley getting 2,000 yards, being, you know, one of three players all time to do that as a rookie you know, with the likes of Edron James, 
and Eric Dickerson. But basically, Christian was like, a, it was pretty much a first year starter. You know, it was like it was his rookie year, even though it wasn't his rookie year. Like Patrick Mahomes, you know, wasn't a rookie, but this is the first time we've seen him start all season long. To only come up 35 yards short of 2,000 yards for a guy that size, for, I'm going to say it, for a white running back like that, that's insane. We've never seen anyone do that. And, and Christian McCaffrey definitely surpassed, I think, everyone's expectations, which were already high, you know, and, and put himself in the same conversation as Barkley, Kamara, you know, uh, Zeke, your, your top running backs in the league. And, and easily, you know, I think he obviously got snubbed from the Pro Bowl, but we all know that, you know, it, it's it, that's voted on by the fans. And, and also at the same time with the format that it is, it's a hard lineup to crack when you're only getting three running backs from the NFC and the AFC in there. You know, yeah, Christian McCaffrey's a top five running back, but it's hard for him to crack into the top three. So I, I think if Christian can keep it up, he'll definitely be a Pro Bowl running back next year. Um, I don't know if, if the production will be exactly the same or if he can continue this um, this high-level production long into his career, even just next year, especially we have no idea what's going on with Cam Newton. You know, there's talks of Cam not not coming back to Carolina next year, but Christian McCaffrey was just ridiculous. And and I easily is going to be a first-round pick next year, and, and I don't see any sign of him slowing down in his work ethic. And the dude was jacked going into the season. We all saw pictures of it. I think we talked about it real early in the season, how this guy has prepared to be a three down running back. You know, he's not just your your third down, catch passes out of the backfield and run it. He's gonna run between tackles. He's gonna run people over and and he shows no fear. And so it, it's awesome to see him step into this role and I and I hope he can continue because we need guys like this. We need we need diversity in the in the league in certain positions and, and just to see a different type of player out there. Um it, you know it's great to see what Zeke and and Saquon can do and, and guys like that. But um, I think Christian McCaffrey, you guys that break the mold, guys that do things a little bit differently, it's really cool to see. So let's uh, let's get right into the, the Commissioner's Corner. The Commissioner's Corner. So the other thing I wanted to do is, is just give some updates on the two-on-one podcast for the offseason and going into the 2019 season uh, next fall. I already have a surprise for the 2019 Super Friends League draft. Um, we're already working on some stuff for, for the draft to, you know, always as the commission, I always try to make it, try to make it a little bit better and a little bit cooler each year. Try to do stuff that's a little bit different, you know, and so it's not the same, same old mundane stuff. Uh, but, you know, trying to make the Super Friends League as, as cool as it can be and, uh, one of the most competitive leagues out there. So, so I'm you know, as soon as the season was done, uh, I already started working on, on what, you know, the plan is for 2019 for the draft for, where we're going to have it, what we're going to do. So I already have one thing that's already locked up as a surprise for the league. So I'm excited to show you guys that and talk about it next season. But uh, but I'm also slowly working on a website uh, for not not just for the podcast, but also for the Super Friends League and, and fantasy sports in general. The domain name is 211fantasysports.com, and I'm, I'm hoping to have it up in time for, for next season. But I'll be working on that on the offseason and you know, not just bringing updates on the podcast or, or general fantasy football talk, but, you know, giving us a platform to, to do some writing and, and to step our game up a little bit, write some articles on fantasy sports, 
not just football, but hoping to expand to into other fantasy sports that we play, you know, such as basketball, golf. I'd love to get into baseball, but but you fantasy baseball players are that's a whole nother beast um that I don't think uh many of us have time for, especially especially for the ones that have been playing it since since their original rotisserie ball days and you know, where it wasn't online and, and it was a whole thing. So um, you know, well I'll try to I'll give you guys some updates as as it goes along, but I'm hoping that uh, it can turn to something that's a good reference uh, tool for a lot of people. You know, also for betting too. Trying to um, not just provide tips. Um, we have we have a couple of really good betters in our league, so um, I'm sure they would be willing to to share their expertise and their advice. And um, yeah, like I said, kind of have it be your one stop shop for for all fantasy sports related topics. Uh, also, we're going to have our our first listeners league in 2019, pitting six listener teams versus six podcast teams to not only get some sweet bragging rights, but we'll also provide listeners with exclusive access to to other fantasy sports podcasts. You know the the podcast teams that we got already uh, already lined up for for the league are the Purple Rain team with our man Frank B from the FFL Wire, the Fantasy Rookie Camp team. Uh, which is a fancy rookie camp if you haven't heard it before is a podcast for new fantasy players. So definitely worth checking out. Uh, we got the fourth down fantasy team from Texas and uh, the five yard rush team are our chaps from the UK are joining in the league. So that'll be cool to, to get a different perspective from some guys across the pond. And, uh, and then lastly, our homies over at Rum Boys. Um, they do a great, great podcast. Um, a little bit different than ours because they, they do it on YouTube and, I really like their format and like seeing what they have to they have to say every week. So definitely got some good podcast teams lined up and, and listeners already lined up. You know, I think this is a good opportunity for for listeners uh, to connect with uh, with podcasts to have some exclusive access to, to asking questions, uh, fantasy related questions to, to guys that do this all the time. You know, and we don't get paid for it, but I think just the dedication and, and passion that goes into running a podcast or or a website or you know anything besides your average listener average fantasy football player uh definitely guys i think a little bit you know worth ask uh worth talking to also to expose uh, some new listeners to to the other podcasts that have started up this year uh or the past couple years and you know there's a lot of content out there that's being created there's a lot of good podcasters there's a ton of podcasts to listen to and um, i definitely have my rotation and and you know i think the best thing with with fantasy football advice mostly is, is to get a consensus of, of a lot of different people, you know, at the end of the day, you make your own decision, but you need a big network of resources, I think, to help you formulate some of your, your decision-making and some of your opinions and also just to bounce ideas off of, because for the vast majority of people out there, including myself, you're asking somebody for advice. And, and I always think it's best to get, you know, like, like, a doctor get a second opinion on things and sometimes it needs a fifth and a 10th opinion and you know get it like i said get a consensus of, of who's out there so you know trying to bring podcasts and listeners together and, and like i said to compete so so that's coming uh in 2019 for the guys already in that league uh thanks so much for for showing interest for signing up uh, i've already sent out the first emails so um if anyone happens to drop out before the season starts i'll definitely put word out there for anyone else that wants to jump on in and so, you know, moving on to the off season, uh, the two on one podcast will will be recording episodes sporadically throughout the off season, uh, mostly to bring you updates on on things like the NFL draft 
any notable trades, a start of OTAs and preseason ball and, and all the way up to the fancy football draft, which, which we all look forward to each year. So I think, um, you know, at the very least having, having a pre-draft podcast would be real helpful for, for any listeners out there. And, and even just for ourselves to start organizing our, our notes and then who we think, uh, who we think who should be drafted where and, and who's going to have big years next year. So I'm really look, looking forward to some of these smaller, shorter podcasts we're, we're going to be putting out, um, you know, just as the season goes on. So we'll definitely still stay active on Twitter. So look out on Twitter for, for any new podcast alert. And if you already subscribed, they'll be right in your, in your podcast inbox ready to go for new downloads when, uh, when we put them up. So yeah, I think that's you know that's the plan for for the off season in 2019, and and uh, now let's get into some Super Friends League talk. The Super Friends League. Well, we had a crazy year in the Super Friends League. Uh, we had a lot of movement uh, in the final standings going into the last few weeks of the season, and uh, after a really close <laughs> playoff battle, uh, we ended up with a winner, Vince Ottoman, my brother from Hawaii. Congratulations, bro! It's your second second uh, win in the Super Friends League, and and very much deserved this year, having the team with the highest point total all season. Uh, again, with that Mahomes and Hill stack, definitely killed it for you, and, and making good moves throughout the season to keep your team in the win column. And and even though you didn't finish the season uh, or the regular season on the on the top, you definitely got the wins when they counted. So, congratulations, Vince! The Hasman Trophy will be taking another trip back to the north shore of oahu to be hanging out in the in paradise for a season while uh while vince enjoys his his winning his second time winning the super friends league so um you know going from the league winner to the to the league loser um unfortunately is our our friend aaron ropoli kind of had some bad luck uh in the beginning especially losing out on a second round pick but he his team came on strong at the end and, and just unfortunately it was uh too little too late and and ends up with the laughing ass trophy, uh, our last place trophy for the second time. So sorry, Aaron, and sorry for the uh the t shirt you'll be wearing in a week or two to on Facebook to to also take the the punishment for, for getting last place after the playoffs. So yeah, good luck again uh to next year and hopefully not getting that laughing ass for a third time ever again, but but we shall see. So um yeah, great, great season this year, guys. You know, we had a lot of trades going on this year. I think the most trades we've ever had, most pickups on the waiver wire, lots of movement every single week. Players were staying, teams were staying super active, getting the guys they needed to, and also very little drama too. So it was really cool to see this year. Uh, I think everyone was just trying to compete, just trying to win. The competitive spirit was was strong in our league this year. So congrats, super friends, on on a successful 2018, and, and here's the 2019. So with that, let's uh, let's hit up our last segment, uh, Blazing Predictions. Blazing Predictions. Congrats to Dominic for, for getting the most correct picks this year with 40, 40 correct out of 69 picks. So that was uh, ended up with a 58% win total. Congrats to you. And for winning, I, I think the two-on-one two on crew should uh, think we're going to pitch in on an item of your choosing from pristineauction.com. Uh, where you can get great deals on signed sports memorabilia. Yeah, I think uh, I think me and Steve should uh, pitch in a few bucks and get you something cool from there. And 
obviously it's not gonna be something like super expensive but still it's gonna be something cool and and at the end of the day i think uh for you dominic uh bragging rights are probably probably worth more than than any other item that we could give you so good job on, on your picks this year I think you held the lead for for most of the season. I know you and I were close a couple of times, and yeah, at the end of the day, at least you got you got that win over us on on something. So, congrats, Dom, and and I had a lot of fun with uh, with those blazing predictions this year. It was it was cool to just kind of have this separate game, you know, that we were playing as a as a podcast between us three hosts, and interesting to see, you know, where where some guys were 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 homers, you know, on certain picks and and. Um, and even just seeing, you know, every time that Steve picked Dominic uh, to to lose, Dominic would end up winning. So, so we'll we'll table this uh, segment for next year and keep this one going because I think we had a lot of fun with that one. All right, guys. Well, that that about does it for this one. You know, I, like I said, I just wanted to do a quick quick update of the 2018 season, kind of close it out, get us into the off season and and on to 2019. But as always, if if you like what you're listening to, please rate and review the show on iTunes. A big thank you to the ones that have reviewed, have sent us a rating. We appreciate it greatly. It was our first year doing the podcast, so any amount of listeners that we received uh, outside of our league was was a huge plus. And so any of you out there that, that did leave us a review, thank you. Greatly appreciate it, especially any ratings too. Just because how po- you know Apple Podcasts works, you have to get a certain amount of ratings to even be seen by other people. So if you're listening, you know, Please give us a rating. We definitely, we definitely appreciate it. And uh, if you have, send us, uh, give us a rating. Uh, send me a, a screenshot of it on on Twitter. Send me a DM, and uh, I'll send you some stickers. You know, we're trying to have some more merchandise for next year, and and some more giveaways. I already got a couple of things off pristine auction to give away for next season. Um, I'm gonna try to collect collect some more during the off season. Um, all signed signed uh, memorabilia or just some cool stuff that uh, that we're gonna give away to listeners or 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 new subscribers to the podcast. So, so you know, as well, you can always follow us too on SoundCloud, on Twitter, um, and soon where you find all your podcast things to anchor. Feel free to keep leaving us messages on the voicemail line and, and the pod's Twitter handle, at 2on1FFB Podcast. We'll, we'll remain active throughout the offseason, sending out tweets and, and updates as they come along on the NFL world. And uh, thanks to all our listeners for making this a, a great first season of the podcast. We appreciate all of you, especially the guys in the Super Friends League. Uh, we did this for you guys and kind of turned into something else, but we appreciate our, our core group of listeners there. And we're excited for next year, and we, we hope you all had a Merry Christmas and an even better New Year. See you guys later. Free Nuggets.